0: The
1: sound of the horn Welcome to a second half of your Clippers regular season, The Legendary Clipcast. I'm your host, Chris Co Wild, with me from his beautiful home studio downtown Burbank. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Burbank Hank Henry Dittman, everyone.
2: Hey man, we're just a couple of Clippers All-Stars, except we play on the same team. No one's forcing us to play on separate teams in the All-Star game, which makes no sense.
1: Makes Brothers, no sense
2: and teammates became enemies. come on. So 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 the whole point of watching, you know what, this is what's crazy, is that I loved the All-Star game, and I really, I sat down here in my Burbank Hank studios thinking, I'm really looking forward to defending the All-Star game, but now as it comes out of my mouth, I'm realizing they set up the All-Star game with multiple All-Stars from teams, and then they're not all on the same team with each other. So you can't see their skills with each other. It doesn't make any
1: sense. East versus West is better in every possible
2: way. What's wrong with that? Is it always going to be LeBron and Durant until one of them retires? And where was Durant last night? Was is he hurt? He's hurt. Which? So they did not want know. to rename it Team Kyrie or something like that. Durant wasn't even sitting there in a on the sidelines. It's weird.
1: Yeah, or Team Doc, like it's Doc Rivers' team, isn't it?
2: I mean, it was he
1: coached? They didn't have
2: anybody else famous on the team. But I did. But I, but I will say this: What's yeah. the likelihood we could get both Dame Lillard and Steph Curry on our team here before the trade deadline? Can we oh, have very no? likely a, a lot of rumors. There's a lot of <laughs> no,
1: there's not. There's no rumors. The All Star game no is infuriating. Okay, so oh, I I loved it. <laughs> Every I loved quarter, it. I, it's I'm gonna, a different I'm, game. I'm, I'm, but then yeah, we're going to combine no, the scores no, and then we're going to no. add 24 because Kobe Bryant died. And now, well, first you to 170 well. wins. It is so arbitrary.
2: No, it it's not. It makes sense. This way, every quarter, a charity gets it. And you're starting. If, if you kept the score running and then every quarter, it's like whoever wins this quarter, but you're already down 15 points, it wouldn't make any sense. But they were running a total score on the side because they broke Lawler's Law before the end of the half. <laughs> so you knew they, that. <laughs> Randomly added
1: 24 in honor of the late, great Kobe Bryant. And I liked, it was. I liked that. A I liked race that. to Race to 170. That is the yeah.
2: most. It's a home run derby, buddy. It's a home run derby. I, look, I loved it. I loved having all the events on the same I, day. I, I liked having like it all on the least? same day. I definitely That's liked great. that.
1: I liked yeah. doing one stop shopping and just seeing it all bang, 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 bang. I thought that was great. I just awesome. wish. Now, look. I have come into my own. I've accepted who I am. I'm a cranky old man who hates things. Okay. (laughs) That's who I am. I sat there watching the All Star game. And do you know what brought me joy? Do you know what brought me joy, Hank? I thought to myself, (laughs) Kids staying off your lawn. In 10 years, I won't have to watch stupid LeBron James. Play in any basketball games. Oh my gosh, I love that. For the I love rest that you say ten years. Life. I love I, that I, you the,
2: say ten years because he could play forever. He, he literally takes care of himself.
1: He he could literally go another nine years, but I know he you will have not to be know.
2: playing in ten years. No, not in ten years. You have to know that he sees Tom Brady, and thinks, yeah, that's what I'm. That's his. That's what he's aiming for. He wants Tom to be, Brady he wants better to be at football.
1: GOAT than LeBron James at
2: basketball there, I said. It. Well, Tom Brady is better at football than most people are at whatever it is that they like to do. Well, he's I mean, not he, better than us at
1: Clippers podcasting. We're the best in the land. And no, we're the best at, the at this. But,
2: but listen, I, I loved, I love, I enjoy the skills challenge, although something felt kind of different about it. It felt like there were less stops. It felt like it was an easier thing, but maybe that was just... Maybe just my old man memory, but I really enjoyed the three ball contest. I loved the extra Mountain Dew ball, even further yeah, back kind of one. Fun. You had to know that it favored Steph Curry. You have to know that, like, they all walked in and saw that. I really that wanted Mike play-
1: Conley to win. I really. Oh, wanted Oh, he almost Conley did. To win. He, he almost, almost
2: did. did. It was that damn rebound. I, I, dew I, I ball love Mike Conley. I, I love Mike Conley, man. Ever it was since his Memphis, first All Star game, like he's underrated. It's, his, I think in, it's like his eighth season. A oh, 14th.
1: Excuse 14 me. seasons. His first All Star.
2: The dude is the most. There's a every basketball fan loves to say that their star is underrated. Most of them are not underrated. Most of them Conley. get tons of love. Conley is the most underrated basketball player of the last 20 years. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, period. you look at Luka Doncic, for example. Just, like, pick any NBA player, and they're, and most of them are grossly overrated.
2: Or at least rated at all. They're not underrated. These dudes are not underrated. But, but Mike I like
1: great. I like Mike Conley being uh, underrated. I also like the idea that you said Mike Conley played 14 seasons – And I would argue that it's eighteen seasons because those back to back years that the Clippers played the Grizzlies, those actually counted as four seasons and not two. That's how much (laughs) that's how how painful those two seasons were. For literally both those teams. (laughs) But the Grizz the Grizz actually got to the Western Conference Finals. They never got to the finals, but they did get to the Western Conference Finals, as you know. Something that's eluded our sweet sweets, our beautiful Los Angeles Clippers. And let's talk a lot about L.A. Clippers. Now, there's so much to talk about as we rear into the back half of the season. 72-game season, we have 34 games left. 38 are in the till. And, look, we are slumping right now. I'll be the first to admit it. I believe – I don't have it in front of me. we lost our last three. We lost our last three. Is it three in a row?
2: Yeah. Yeah, we're in a three games <laughs> little three three games skidder. Little three Cuz I skitter. I thought it, it was
1: a two game skid and we've lost three out of four but you're telling me No, yeah, we lost Boston, three out of four but it was three in a row.
2: Yeah, three in a row and the last one was it they they all were close-ish. Oh, oh, here's Milwaukee oh, no, no. by no, five, no, 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 no. Boston by five, Washington yeah. by two. They were closish. Yeah, and Losses. then and then we
1: beat Memphis before that, but then before that we lost to Memphis. So we've lost four out of we, five
2: games. We, uh, we lost to Memphis by I want to say like almost thirty, but then we turned around and, and whooped them. Yeah, but it was like I can I sh- I could look it up, I suppose, but I. So Paul George. <laughs> said he drank too
1: much coffee and was dizzy and didn't play. Now, do
2: what? you have- Yes. Wait, so Paul wait. George- Hold on. Yes. Hold on. Let yes. me get away from my microphone yes. for one yes. second. Yes.
1: What? Here, I'll I'll, I'll what also- What are
2: you talking about? I'm also
1: going to back away from my microphone. <laughs> what? Yes, dude. Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. For
2: which game? This is, this is the Washington game? The Paul last George game? Paul George missed what-
1: that game, which cost us the game, P.S., and because he drank too much caffeine and was dizzy. Now, here's what I have to say about what?
2: that. What? What? Okay, here's that how. That is ridiculous. Here's, it's ridiculous. And I thought you were going to say he drank. Si- I thought the only side effect of drinking coffee is that you feel great and potentially go restroom too much. Well, so first of all. Fast on the fly. Not to go back to LeBron James but when LeBron James was
1: on the Cleveland Cavaliers and everyone was injured and then there was that guy Vedadovic or Dada Doda. Oh yeah, he
2: used to drink double espressos in the locker room at half. He used he to had drink a, a
1: pitcher of black coffee and <laughs> smoke a pack of cigarettes during timeouts. That <laughs> on the guy.
2: Court. And, and on the court. wore a trench coat. Wore a trench yeah, coat I during in a trench the game. That's very well known that he wore a trench coat during the game. That's just basketball history. And he won a small, championship. Small petty crimes. He would solve small petty crimes. <laughs> he had a bunch of watches hanging in the trench coat. You'd yeah, open it and he up. would sell watches. Yes.
1: Counterfeit watches. And he, dizzy and he would- from
2: drinking caffeine? It's not, it really honestly sounds like either an old lady or a very young person. Like It doesn't sound like a grown adult drank too much coffee and felt but Dizzy here's my thing bananas Here, to me.
1: Here's my thing. I think... Had he not had the All-Star game coming, I think he would have played that game. I think he was like, well,
2: I'm feeling dizzy, and I have the All-Star coming up, and I want to be there for no, that. No, you don't know, though. You don't know that. I mean, he might, he might have been genuinely spun out dizzy. and I, I de- Maybe you're right. We don't know. We don't know. I'm, I'm glad he played in the All-Star game. I like our players playing in the All-Star game. I don't feel like it's worthless. It's not like the Pro Bowl where no one's watching it, and it's just the best players who didn't make – the championship like imagine if the all-star game was every really good player that wasn't in the nba finals we wouldn't watch that no of course not of course not <laughs> like the nit tournament and the ncaa's it doesn't count and also but, but
1: I, I like it i like we both agree it was better having all of it on one day it was much oh, more and fun. plus
2: everybody except the dunkers basically had to be all-stars Right. Because that's all that was there because of COVID. Now that's not right. going to hold for next year. No, but it was. But better. I liked it. Yeah, I it wish they would have made. I wish they could have made the stars do the dunk contest. Me honestly, too. but they can't. Most I of know. them are too old. They wouldn't do it. But that nice. would have been even even better. Do you see Chris Paul and Steph Curry both dunk during the All Star game?
1: Yes, and one could argue fun. that what Chris Paul did was not, not a dunk necessarily. Not a not a dunk. A
2: not like this. But it was not as like close this. as
1: you're going to get. <laughs>
2: Without they Jake from fun. State Farm showing up, oh my gosh! I didn't know Dame Lillard shot like that. Like I, I've seen, I guess I don't watch enough Portland basketball. Oh, he called Dame Time po- Game Time. I mean, he is amazing, and I've seen him drain game winners. But this was like just him and Steph Curry taking turns draining further. Apparently, and further the back bad shots. blood between Paul George and Damian
1: Lillard is officially, officially Ooh. buried. Officially. Yay. Water under the bridge, and without How do you water, know? why do you think that without water, the Clipper ship will capsize? The Clipper ship needs water, and the Trailblazers, I guess, would need the bridge. But anyway, I'll tell you why because Dame Lillard won the All Star game with basically a half court three point shot, right? And so, Paul George said to the press. I he owned it. He goes, Look, when I played for OKC, this is now I'm literally paraphrasing because he didn't say any of that. But when he played for OKC and they played against Portland Trailblazers, Paul George gave Dame crap for shooting basically that shot. He was actually arguably closer in the playoffs, but it's like a it's like the deepest possible three without being a half court shot and point guard, excuse me, Paul George. Basically told Dame Lillard, that's a bad shot. You shouldn't take that shot. That's a dumb, that's dumb basketball. And one could argue that a half-court shot is kind of dumb, especially if it's like, you know, get a little closer. Anyway, Paul George admitted that Dame Lillard has the skills to pull that shot off. He saw it with his own eyes and said, I oh, was wrong. Bigger man. I was wrong. That's a great man. shot. He admitted he find was wrong. A
2: bigger man. And
1: so Damian Lillard tweeted at YG Trace, our Ooh. own Paul George. Yes. and Basically did respect prayer hands. Yeah. So the, the, oh, the, the hatchet good. has been buried. buried. And as we know, the bubble, there was a lot of bad blood between Dame Time, Game Time, and our Clippers. Oh. Pat B-t- Bev was laughing at him and Paul George. So and then, of course, we all know what happened. Paul George went ice cold in the first round, Likewise. and there was a lot of bad blood. But the hatchet has been buried. It's water under the bridge. These guys, these NBA legends, are moving forward and moving on. I like to see
2: it. Oh, I love it. You, you know what else I enjoy? I, I love to hear that, by the way. You know what else I enjoyed last night? What? I, I, learning a very simple fact. Zion Williamson, who, who quite honestly looks like an NFL running back, Basketball player, he's massive. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what he's not
1: good at basketball.
2: He is not Blake Griffin. (laughs) They did, they did everything they could to put. Like he apparently is averaging like nineteen points in the paint. He's (laughs) insanely, like for the season, nineteen points in the paint every game. (laughs) <laughs> he's not Blake Griffin at that point in Blake Griffin's career. They tried no. to like keep dishing to him and to be, it's so exciting. It's Zion Williamson. We've never seen this. No, we've seen something so much better, and it was Blake Griffin in his prime. Blake Griffin's yes. first All Star game really was just a high flying, crazy dunk fest. Amazing. And he won the slam dunk contest. And he won the slam dunk contest. And now and he was he's, on a, year. he's on a real contender. He's on a real contender now. Oh, that's right, Blake Griffin
1: to the Nets for the DeAndre Jordan reunion It's a big deal. Now, are you
2: glad? Are you glad? We would have liked him back at the Clippers. That goes without saying. Um, Yes. For nostalgic purposes. I I like that because I love him.
1: I like that he- Look, I grew up a Nets fan, okay? From New Jersey. I left New Jersey just like the Nets left New Jersey. (laughs) But I I am very glad that- Blake Griffin is not playing for a Western Conference team that aren't the Clippers. That would have been a very tough pill to swallow to see him reunite with Chris Paul on Phoenix, to see him across the hall with the dreaded L-word. There's no good scenario with Blake Griffin coming to the West and not being a Clipper. And I love that him and DeAndre Jordan are back together. So if he's not going to be a Clipper, I don't don't mind a front-loaded, Video game dream team Nets. Like I said, I grew up a Nets fan. And I loved it. Yeah, I love DeAndre Jordan. And you and I just two podcasts ago talked about how Blake is our favorite athlete ever. So you gotta ever. love that he is with Mr. Clipper, the longest tenured, most Clipper games ever, DeAndre Jordan. They're back together, and you love to see it. So I'm very excited, and I just think now. It's written in stone, Clippers Nets finals. It's just that's gonna be the best oh, I possible so. now, story. Now
2: I, I I texted you. I had a I had a waking dream, if you will. I was fantasizing about if Blake had ended up a Laker, and right. then they get to the Western Conference Finals versus the Clippers, and he's Ugh. inbounding the ball, and he bounces it off of his own teammate out of bounds, and they lose. And then he looks in the cameras and he yells, Clippers Nation, forever. And yes. He- and my Which, fantasy of course, makes no sense. <laughs>
1: was Blake is on the L Word, and they rename the team the Los Angeles Blakers. Okay? Blakers, yes, Blakers. It's as close as you're going to hear me saying that word. And they're down one, and Blake has the ball with time waning, and he just overhand chucks the ball, dodgeball style, <laughs> at Steve Ballmer's face, Ballmer. and he's like revenge, and and then they lose. And then they, and they all lose. cry, and then Steve Ballmer and Blake hug, and that that was my weird fantasy. And then he
2: pulls out a contract, <laughs> and he su- uses Blake's back. Blake uses Ballmer's back to sign the contract. Blake joins the Clippers just in, in time for the finals. <laughs> yes, just in time for the finals to beat the Nets, and that's how it all happens. I'm sure that that oh, – look, I don't, I'm not a trade guy, but it seems like it could work in the contracts.
1: I don't know. All right, so enough of this nonsense. The Clippers <laughs> – I don't mean to bring down the great, great vibe and the great, great times. The Clippers have lost six of nine. Are you concerned?
2: Uh, I think three games. No, no, no. I'm not concerned. I mean it's it's the same thing we said right before we started recording. Uh, we were talking about you know the Celtics, and you said yeah we we got swept by the Celtics, but in the first game versus the Celtics we didn't have Paul George, and then the second game versus versus the Celtics we didn't have Kawhi Leonard. Um, uh, injuries bother me they bother me but i also feel like going into the all-star break teams go on little skids um people are thinking about other things the players were extra distracted lebron james it wasn't that many days ago that lebron james said he'd play in the all-star break but his heart wasn't going to be in it um he'd play in the game so so no i am not worried based on what we've seen uh i i'm not that excited to play Golden state on Thursday after seeing what Steph Curry's doing. I it's yeah. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed to worry about. I've enjoyed selective memory about the golden state warriors. Right. I've really enjoyed forgetting about them for the last well, couple we do, of
1: seasons. We, you know, we do have a nice little stretch here because we got to run state here. We got to run the, here, man. Yeah. Golden state's the toughest opponent. It's home Thursday versus golden state. Then we go yeah. on a three game trip at new Orleans Sunday, Next day at Dallas Monday, day off at Dallas Wednesday. You know yeah. that we're going to be absolutely circling those Dallas dates because they absolutely emasculated us and beat us by 7,000 early in the season. So Yo, the Clippers we, lost you know, we three did a, out of four uh, two yeah. times this season. Now we're we're right now we've lost three out of four a three game skid. The last time we lost three out of four, we won four games in a row. So can we respond like we did, which was not that long ago when we lost three out of four back in early February? So can we respond in early March, having lost three out of four and win four in yeah. a row, four out of five, yeah. five in a row? Oh yes, yeah, I hope we can. So.
2: We yes, we, so. we we can. I mean we're we're set up here. Actually, don't forget also by the end of March, we're getting lined up for something like a nine game homestand. Although one of those is the Lakers, so of course, that's like it's their home court at the same time as it is ours, and it's a day game on a Sunday. Stinkers, Channel uh, 7 but ABC. But we have this run here of teams, yep, on the road and at home back and forth that we could easily do very well against. Sure, after Charlotte, the Dallas, Atlanta, series of San Charlotte Antonio, yeah, right? We don't know what back we to still back gotta, at San Antonio. Yeah, these are some After wins that, for us. Yep. Now, we, we do, now we do have to play Denver. Um, but we will have also already played Philly, Milwaukee, and Orlando. You know, like we, we've we got a little run. We we really could rack up a nice run, but it all, it may honestly come down to our three-point shooting. I mean, we have become that team. We've become a team that loves to shoot the three. And uh, if we can keep the ball moving and we can keep everybody healthy and we can get hot out of the gate and not get down into too deep of a deficit or fall apart in the second or third quarter – then yeah, we can go on a run here. We really can. I'm not I'm really not worried. Um, you know, we're only halfway through the season. Some teams uh, aren't a even a bit over through the season.
1: half season. Li- no, we have we have like I said this, I believe, on the last
2: podcast. Every team is now halfway through. Every team?
1: No, I just want you to know that at this point in the season, we have played the most games of any yeah. NBA team. Oh, I know. So I that know. means we have the least amount of games. Until the playoffs, so we have the most physically. Rela- I, none of nothing is relaxing in the NBA, and we still have like seven back-to-backs. But we play the least amount of games over the most period of time for the rest of the season. If that makes any sense to you,
2: it makes perfect sense. I mean, we we've played three more games than the Phoenix Suns, who are yes. you know have the oh, same I'm, amount of I'm wins glad, as us. I'm
1: glad you're saying that exactly because. A while back, I said, here is the list of teams that have more wins than us. Utah Jazz, that's the list. We lost three in a row, and guess what? That list remains the same. As Brian Seaman says, the song remains the same. There's still only one team with more wins than us, and that's Utah Jazz. Now, there's like six teams who have just as many wins as us. But there's only one team in the NBA with more wins. How, you know, the thing that pisses me off, Hank, is that Ooh. the the L. I'm I'm hot under the collar. You're hot. I'm, okay, I'm buddy. All right. I'm, I'm mad. Okay, I'm as here hell. for
2: you. Stay the mad. I'm L am here word. For listening
1: went and did me a solid. They said, Chris, we're a bunch of bums. We're Mickey Mouse champs. We're going to go 3-7 and out of the last 10. We're bums. We got nothing left in the tank. Without Anthony Davis, we're nothing. If anyone says LeBron is the most valuable player in the league, well, how come they can't win without Anthony Davis, who's the most valuable player on the L-word? Therefore, LeBron is not the most valuable player in the league if he's not even the most valuable player on his team because the most valuable player on his team has been out and they're three and seven in the past 10 so why i'm mad and why i'm pissed off is because the l word went ahead and said hey guys we're a bunch of jerks and we're gonna be team tank going into the all-star break and all we had to do hank was play 500 that. ball. <laughs> That's all we had. To, we didn't even have, to be, did. we didn't we have did. to be a great team. We didn't have to be a great team. We just had to be good. And just, we weren't. Yeah, and I'm mad about
2: average. it. Just average. I'm mad about it. Well, I'm at, mad about At least, at least we're not. Do, do you know which team in the league has the longest losing streak right now and what it is? It's pretty funny.
1: I mean, it's some turd. Right, like the Sacramento yeah. Kings or some Eastern Conference turd. Uh,
2: it's Houston Rockets, and they've lost <laughs> they've lost thirteen in a
1: row. <laughs> oh my gosh! Lucky number thirteen. What Lucky a bunch of number turds!
2: 13. Yeah, that's all we needed. We just needed the Clippers to maybe go five hundred uh, ball. They didn't. They've gone four of six in their last ten. Uh, Lakers three of seven in their last ten. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know the big the big situation for you know our. Hallway rival is is uh, troublesome. People I mean, here's are starting another thing. to complain about Marcus Gasol, and they're also starting to notice that when Montres. Anthony Davis isn't on the court, our guy Montres Harrell is not quite as good. And I was just yeah. texting with a huge Elward fan— Um, Our mutual friend, friend Brian Krasner. And he's like, I was like, hey, man, I told you I love Montres Harrell. He's got a lot of heart. He's got a great skill set. He's a guy who can score for you when the whole team is cold. He will score when nobody is scoring. He will play hard when nobody is playing hard. But his his weaknesses are exposed when you don't have a big like Anthony Davis on the court with him. So, oh, yeah. you know, they and, and Marcus Gasol is showing his miles. Ooh, he is. He's showing his miles. But here's
1: another thing, Hank. Utah so,
2: Jazz have only won
1: six out of their last ten, which is different for those guys. They were on a massive lost, win streak. They
2: lost two. They yeah, lost they're, two. Yeah, they're, they're kind of
1: coming back down to earth. Phoenix Suns, uh, I, I don't, I, don't I, I get it. Chris Paul and Donovan Mitchell, that's a special backcourt. Utah Jazz is a special team because of Rudy Gobert and – What's his name? Excuse me. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and Mike Conley. Donovan Mitchell, man. Special over in Utah. Uh, Booker and Chris Paul. Special things happening in Phoenix. But I don't know, man. We've seen it so many times, time and time again. Chris Paul gives every single thing he can in the regular season, and then he's out of gas
2: in the postseason. So I'm not too worried about Phoenix. More, more specifically, injured. I mean, we saw yes, last the year. the It's not out of
1: gas. The car broke down. No, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, with with he played great last season in the postseason when he didn't have a full season worth of miles on him. Right. Uh, so you're just gonna have to see. Like when he went up for that quote unquote dunk last night in the All-Star game, I was thrilled for him. I had great. It was the first time I have had great joy watching him play since he left the Clippers, and maybe during playing with the Clippers. <laughs> um, I was happy for him, but when he came down from that little fake dunk, I went, man, he's being real reckless <laughs> like, just from like, jumping, just from jumping. You have got to be kidding me. Uh, yeah, man, we're getting Phoenix suns or something else, but a lot happens in the second half of a season. This is not, this is not, we're 20 games behind number one. The Clippers no. are four games behind the jazz. That's not a lot. It's no. not a lot of games. So and, you know, and we're and I, right. Am I wrong? There. Last season it was it was a bigger gap last season in the bubble between one and two, wasn't it? Like seven games. Oh yeah, we were crazy like that? We
1: were never really within the one seed at any point. Oh, no, not we, even close. No, not certainly not in the bubble. But even right before the, it's weird because the season just kind of stopped in what was it February? So it was two months before the playoffs. So it's a it's a it, it's it's hard. You can't really draw on last season as an example, but. We are only, we're right there in the three seed. We're a half a game away from the three seed. We are a game and a half away from the two seed. And why that's important, Hank, I've said this many, many times. Unlike every other professional sport where the best team last wins, seeding so matters, In the NBA, more than any other professional sport, the regular season is an absolute great way to tell you what the playoffs are likely going to look like. Because I'm going to razzle dazzle you, thanks to the nice folks over at Wikipedia, so you know it's true.
2: (laughs) You can't just go on there with a basic knowledge of coding and rewrite the whole site people. No, you can't do it. You don't even you don't even need to know code. You just
1: you like I I literally changed both the L word and the Los Angeles Clippers Wikipedia page. And I, I wanna say they both hold to this day. All right, so anyway because I was I went to the Clippers Wikipedia page and I was like, why why does it say anything about the L word? on the Clippers Wikipedia page. And then I went to the L words Wikipedia page and it said nothing about the Clippers. So I went and changed it to say they play in Staples center and they share it with a stadium. They share with the Los Angeles Clippers. And that holds to this day. All right. So here are the NBA champs of the past 25 years, starting with last year. Okay. Starting with last year and going backwards, 25, Five years in a row so this is not some fluke I'm not even going to name you the teams I am going to name you the seed they were going into the playoffs to prove Ooh, to fun. you that seeding Re- matters are you ready for this? Hey just,
2: hey just for fun I don't believe you there go ahead <laughs> just for fun yeah, I'm trying to add some drama to it did it work? <laughs> yes Hank very dramatic this is why you're this is
1: why you're a comedy guy. All right, so <laughs> last year, the NBA champs were the number one seed of their conference. Mm. Okay. The year before, when Kawhi won it, he was the two seed, as were his Raptors. Going back much faster now. Two, one, 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 two, three, one, 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 three, two, two, three, one. One, three, two, one, 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 one one it doesn't take a math wow. wizard to realize you have got to be the one seed you can be the two seed and you just might pull it off if you're the three seed but if you are four through eight you are toast and that is no just Cinderella a fact no there Cinderella has, that's there has never been ever in NBA history a four seed a five seed a seven seed or an eight seed that has won the NBA championship now Randomly, a six seed got in there, and I I want to say it was like Jordan's Bulls or Larry Bird's Celtics. Don't quote me. It was some phenomenal team that clearly had to deal with an injury and came in as a six seed and sh- and won. But it's literally never been the four seed, five seed, seven seed, or eight seed. Right, did it didn't.
2: did it? yeah? Didn't Jordan come back? Didn't Jordan come back one season? Yeah, it was in the, it was in the last the season. Stance. Yeah, From, but yeah. they didn't win yeah, yeah, that yeah. year.
1: But they didn't win that oh, year, and then right. the next year they right. Beat. Yeah. yeah, but but anyway, so, anyway, so it's important. That's the this last is twenty-five your point. champions. Dang. The la- and that's the modern NBA right there. Good. And it's we always, it's mostly one, it's sometimes two, and every now yeah. and again it's three. But it's never Dang. four, five, six, seven, eight. Or it's, okay, it's all right. Yeah. Well, so, so it's I, important. I don't want. To, so so right important. now is the. F- it's important. And as the four seed, I, I think it matters. And I don't. I, when someone says. Well, anything can happen in the playoffs. I counter with except you for four, no. five, seven, or eight ever winning ever in the history of the NBA. So if ever. we're not going to
2: be three, we better be six. That's what I'm taking away from this. <laughs> yes. The, the, <laughs> the takeaway is the we, really, we really
1: need to be one or two. Like, we yeah. really need well, to be list, one or two.
2: Yeah, man. And also, I feel like we need there's, – there's some mental – there are some mental roadblocks here also that could creep up on us, right? We uh, we love Paul George. We Neither one of us, I don't think, watched that much Paul George basketball before he joined the Clippers. So maybe Mm-mm. that's why both of us have been pretty stunned by his level of play. Uh, but I don't think it takes... I don't I've think it's been takes stunned. A psychologist to know the dude has has mental blocks in the postseason. I- I've also right? been and stunned by have... the
1: level of hate that goes along with Paul George. Oh my gosh, you know, so Now that's much. nothing new as a so Clipper much. fan. We always But get I mean, hated. but I mean,
2: you fall apart in the postseason enough times. If you're a golfer and you every single time you make it to the final round, right. and you're on your final hole, and you duff your you know tee shot into the water and you do it ten seasons in a row, ten championships in a row. It, you're probably going to do it on the 11th. Like I think you can get inside your head, sports wise. Sure. Uh, we also we also know he could have been bailed out this last time in the bubble. We we all believe that with adjustments, there could have been he could have oh, yeah. gotten help. But I this is back to my, our original question. Your original question for me: Am I worried about the skid? No, but. I really think we need to go on a tear. And now we've got two reasons. The first reason is the Chris Kowild down in the South Bay of Redondo Beach answer, Mm -hmm. which is we need to be in the first two seeds. And the Burbank Hank answer is I really believe that we need to get our heads right and be a winning machine that just crushes teams because we have these past issues. We have these issues as a team well before this incarnation of never making the Western Conference Finals. And now with this incarnation of falling apart, when we have leads, well, and I do. So like, here's, you know, we here's need something I like,
1: Hank. And you know, I, I have been very cranky and crotchety this episode because, as you know, I'm old and I haven't had my medicine today. I, I it's my fun being the,
2: It's fun playing optimist. I usually have to play <laughs> realist. It's fun playing optimist. But go yes, ahead. Yes, and
1: I've been I've been pessimistic. But here's one thing that has shown a light of optimism and belief in my clipper loving heart. This season, they knew their shortcomings last season because they said, well, we didn't have the minutes logged as a cohesive unit because of all the injuries and because of load management, and maybe because of Doc Rivers. But they didn't have the minutes logged for chemistry and cohesiveness. And they've aggressively and actively said and shown us that We don't want to do that again this year. We are willing to play back-to-backs. we got seven more back-to-backs. So let's see. I didn't like over-caffeinated Paul George pulling himself because he drank too much coffee. And he says he's fine, P.S., but yeah, you think? So anyway... I like the fact that they are clearly making adjustments. And obviously, Ty Lue is a massive adjustment. But within the unit of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and Pat Beverly and Lou Williams, who now have been together for you know a couple seasons now, had Marcus Morris late in the half last season, I like the fact that they're saying, OK, we need to work on team chemistry. We need to get in to these crunch time moments, and we need to play together. We need to fight together. We need to fight these battles so we can win the war. So this season, we've seen a lot more games healthy than we had last season at this point. We need to keep that up. And I know it's up to Lady Luck a little bit, and I guess Paul George switching to decaf. But as long as they can continue that and show me that, that they aggressively want to play together so that when they go in the playoffs, they're not going to sit back and go, well, in the 12 games, the Clippers have been healthy. They're 10 and two. That 12 games isn't enough. As we saw last season, you need, you need a whole season. You need at least a chunk, a big old chunk of a season playing together and playing healthy. So I am optimistic about the fact that they are learning from their previous mistakes I just so want it so badly this year. Now, I have a question for you, Hank, and I know you're not a big guy who follows the trades and looks at who's on the free agent and buyout and bird's rights and such, sutra, sutra. But I'm curious at what your gut is saying. I believe the trade deadline is March 25th this year. That is... I don't know, two weeks away-ish. So in about two weeks, there will be no more trading happening. Do you see a trade or do you see something similar to what happened last year where we kind of were able to pick up a couple of key guys like Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris without giving away too much? I believe Marcus Morris was a trade. I think we dealt – Like, Sendarius Thornwell or something. You know, somebody that didn't, God bless him, didn't really matter. But we basically got Marcus Morris for nothing. And then Reggie Jackson, I'm pretty sure we picked him up again for nothing. But it wasn't like a big, oh, we traded a big piece. So my question to you is, do do we see, like, a trade of, oh, my gosh, they just traded one of their key pieces for... Another key piece, obviously, look, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard aren't going anywhere. But do you see a potential trade or do you see a potential buyout situation? What do you see when you look in your crystal ball coming up here to the trade deadline?
2: Well, I think there's still people who are wondering, right, should we should we be pursuing a true point guard? Last month, there were discussions and rumors about the possibility of trying to go after Kemba Walker. Uh, I don't know what that trade would look for exactly. Look like exactly how we would get that. That you're right. You're absolutely correct. I don't track the trades, and I don't know who needs to go for what. Uh, right. But he's that. That's someone. Uh, Kyle Lowry is another one who has come up in rumors and possibilities for us um, as someone that we could go after. Kyle Lowry, who obviously is a great point guard, um, has history with Serge and Kawhi. Uh, That's right. That absolutely does. Um, Also, uh, Lonzo Ball is another one that people have rapped about. But I also know that in any of those discussions, Lou Williams comes up every time as someone that would need to be traded. And Patrick Beverly comes up some of the time as someone who needs to be traded. And those may be contract issues that make it necessary, right? Because we just signed Pat Beverly to a pretty big contract. I'm sure Kyle Kyle Lowry has a bigger contract to counteract than Lonzo Ball off the top of my head. Right. Um, I, I definitely think that we're, we have to wonder, with with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George basically most of the time by default playing point guard, you have to wonder what this team looks like when they have a true point guard. Uh, I have worries about bringing in somebody new halfway through the season, on a short season. I have yeah. worries about that. Well, um, you and I but, have been longtime but, you know, Clipper
1: fans. and. Yeah. I mean, I I, I honestly struggle and rack my brain to think of any time in our 20 seasons of fanaticizing over this team where we made a crazy trade by the trade deadline. So, obviously, the biggest trade that we can think of in recent memory that happened in a season, during a season, was the Blake Griffin trade, right? Like, that was the biggest one, right? right? Right. And that yeah. was a long time ago now. Okay, it was relatively. You know, this was what six years ago, five years ago, whatever it was. I, I, I that's the only one that comes to my mind. Like every yeah. other move and that, was that a has dump. happened,
2: and that was a dump. That wasn't making a huge trade. To no, that that was that try was, to that make was, a run at it. You're absolutely right. That, that, was, that was that was a long term.
1: We need to make a we need to make a change. Jerry West came in here and blew up this team. Lawrence Frank moved into an executive position and said the big 3 isn't working. Like that was a long-term con that we saw happen. So, yeah. other than that, I have literally sat here year after year after year and seen us pick up some pretty cool guys because they want to come to Los Angeles to play. And even during the years where we were contenders, and one could argue this is the best we've ever looked, realistically, ever at this point in the season. So clearly, guys want to come here. And the big trade you keep, the big piece that you keep reading about right now online is Boogie Cousins and Andre Drummond. Those guys are obviously actually pretty similar in that they're giant size monsters, big rebound guys are going to give you points. But at the same time, Boogie can be a bit of a nightmare chemistry-wise. I think Drummond isn't as poisony in the locker room as a potential Boogie would be. But I, I don't know. I don't know if those big guys come to the Clippers. I don't know if we're like leaning into length because no, we've got our centers. I, I don't.
2: I don't think we make any kind of a move for a big. If I could be honest with you, I, I think the only move that would be worth making is a point guard, and to me, the one that would. It, I know for a fact that, that when the trade rumor came out about Kyle Lowry, that they right. were talking about Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly, and Fee, Fine, and Zubats, and oh. then you go, and then you go, forget it, dude. Forget, forget it. it. It's no way. way. Too much. Yeah. So, so I don't know if that's also the Kemba rumor that was around. Is that? It's hard for you again. It's hard for me to imagine us wanting to. Yeah, I've just seen. I just don't see it. It's it's
1: always cool role players that come in, and you think, oh, will this be enough? And so that my gut is telling me that this is not. They're not just going to ride or die with this squad because if this squad was doing Utah Jazz style things, right? If this was the one seed, or even the two seed, arguably. And I know we're very close to the two seed. We're a half a game out of three. We're whatever it is, one and a half out of two. We're we're very close. Four games out of the one seed. But I I don't see Jerry West and Lawrence Frank saying we're perfect. This team's going to get us there. I I know that the starting five is one of the most efficient and proficient, I don't know if that's a word, in the league. I I know that we're great on both sides of the floor with that starting five. I know we've got a very talented bench, especially because we got Marcus Morris coming off the bench as opposed to starting. I know Lou Williams has been both running hot and cold, but I know there's less pressure on him this year. Zoo is a wonderful uh, be, uh, bench backup big. I think he's great in that position. I think there's going to be some – role-player glue guys like we saw last year with Reggie Jackson and Mook Morris coming in to fill in in the bench or maybe even possibly a mild shakeup in the starting five, possibly, because Batum has not been exactly as hot as he was in the first half of the season. Excuse me, the first quarter of the season. He's he's cooled off a bit in the second quarter. So maybe they tinker a little and bring him off the bench and start Mook. I, I see some glue guy some role player guy I don't know who but I see them making a couple of moves this team always makes a move or two to get some guy like a Jeff Green or a Danny Green or one of the NBA Greens it ain't gonna be Draymond Green but there could be some moves made to pick up a little bit of a an assassin three point shooter or a three and D guy, or maybe a backup point guard to help lighten the load for Lou Williams and Paul George running point. So I don't know. I just, I think this is not the, these 15 guys that we have right now are not going to be the 15 guys going into the playoffs. I think the key guys are all the same, but I think, I mean,
2: yeah, we'll see. We'll we're see. Gonna see. I mean, yeah. Again, but nothing, nothing say, monumental. I There's no think... Pat Bev Zub Zubots, Lou no. Williams. There's no three big guys no. getting dealt. No, no, we, we don't. We don't let go of Pat Beverly and Zubots unless we're getting a superstar player. And I, I again, I don't see us giving up our amazing backup big, who's the future big of our team, just to get a point guard. I just don't see it unless they're a superstar. Again, unless they're just some kind of crazy superstar. But the the real problem here is that Fiondu is not to Bigs the future of Bigs for the Clippers. What Terrence Mann is to the future of point guards. You know, if if we were talking about we had a great point guard, we were trading to get a big, but Terrence Mann is going to be coming up in his place. I'd be like, oh, okay. But it's not Fee. It ain't Fee. I like him. It's not. He's not the one. So I don't see us giving Zoo up. Uh, now, do, do could I see us giving up Lou Williams and Pat Beverly if we're walking away with an All Star caliber point guard? Sure, yeah. like a voot maybe b- or, or, or but Kyle perhaps... Lowry, but not Lonzo Ball, not Lonzo Ball, man. No, not Lonzo Ball. But Campbell what's his Walker. name from
1: Orlando? Is supposedly wanting to move, and he's Donald an Duck. You mean know, Donald <laughs> yeah. Duck? Uh, Vucevic, what the hell is that guy's name? Oh, really? Uh, that was that Nikola, we just saw Vucevic? Nikola
2: Vucevic.
1: Yes, and he that is, we just saw
2: in the All Star game.
1: Yes, he's a center, but he's, he's a, a big. unicorn. Uh, he's yeah. a big. who can shoot threes. I don't. I don't. So apparently, well, don't he's unhappy. That's the thing, man. All these key pieces that, like point guard, are out there. Yeah, point guard. Uh, All all the That's rumblings it. are for Vucevic and Drummond and Boogie Cousins and we're we're pretty
2: stacked in this. Oh, no, if you if you're any any NBA team right now that takes Boogie Cousins for anything except for money and might be nuts. Sandwich. I mean yeah. I mean the, the dude, look, Boogie Cousins it, it's going to be one of those stories that we look back and and think what it could have been if he'd stayed healthy. Because he was in not a great situation and had a real issue with his behavior as you noted earlier in Sacramento but he seemed yeah. to have a legitimate change of heart when he came to New Orleans, and he seemed to really be ready to be a great teammate when he came to Los Angeles. Right. Uh, and I, as a guy who clowned him for a really long time, I was—I yeah. really was on he board. Sure did. Yeah. I really, I, I really was disappointed when injury stopped him because I felt like he was going to have my, one of my favorite things in the NBA, which is a redemption story. I really thought he was going to get it. Uh, yeah, and, he, but, and, and but injuries you, didn't.
1: Didn't bug him in the beginning of his career when he had all no, the talent in the world, but he just didn't no. have the basketball IQ but, or the. But the if, or in,
2: yeah. In, yeah, the headspace maybe certainly he, he had an attitude, and that can happen when you're a really good player playing on a really bad team. Right. Um. But 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 I think if you do if you trade away any assets or give anything up other than money, and I wouldn't give up big money for Boogie. It's a mistake, and again, it's not because of its his skill; it's because of his long his 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 wherewithal. His ability to stay healthy, you know, but I just don't see it. I, I I don't see us making any moves now. We're talking in circles, so I'll stop saying it. Point guard is the only reason I could see making a move, and I could not. All right, understand before to I let you go, through.
1: before I let you sound the final toot uh, horn, excuse me, Freudian slip. Yes, foreshadowing. <laughs> All right, I just want to look at the next ten games, and I think it is so crucial to write the Clippers ship right out of the All Star gate. We cannot go four and six out of these next 10 at the halfway point of the season we were at a clip let's go clips we were at a clip where we were winning two out of three games and i think we absolutely need to get back to that so i'm gonna rattle off these 10 opponents and i'm gonna ask you we're looking at the next 10 what's your best case scenario and what's your all right i'll or i'll take this okay so we've got Home versus Warriors. We've got at Pelicans, at Mavericks, again at Mavericks. Home versus the Hornets. Home versus the Hawks. At Spurs. At Spurs. Home versus the Sixers. And home versus the Bucks. Those are our next 10. What do you like in the next 10? What do you think the clips are going to be Ten games out, they're going to be six and four, seven and three, eight and two. Well, I I one. think we
2: have we have a real tendency to drop one, win one when we go in these little mini baseball series. We have series. a real tendency yep. to beat a team, a, a team uh, and lose a team, and, uh, and we got a couple of them in here: Dallas and San Antonio. Both are teams we can beat. Uh, I really believe that we can beat we both have, those teams. We have uh, one in, uh, but, we have one in
1: back to backs before we've. won Dallas is also games. great.
2: Uh, Dallas can also be great. They, they are can good. Really right. nice. I don't think they're uh, great, but they're they, good. They can, they can. be good. They're great. <laughs> they can be great. I don't
1: think they're great. I think only uh, Utah Jazz are great right now. Fair. They really do. Fair.
2: Fair. Uh, I'm. I'm not going to tell you the reason why I'm super scared of Dallas because we're not talking about it. We're never mentioning it again. <laughs> uh, I would Baltimore. be thrilled. I would be thrilled if we went eight and two out of this. Okay. Okay. Uh, I. I don't think we can do better than that but i really hope i'm eating my words yes me um, too. i would be bummed if we went six and four which i think could happen very yeah. realistically and i'd be really bummed. just not on the table uh, but four, oh no 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 i don't see it i think we do better than 500 here in this stretch yes I agree. um but if we could go more like six and four seven and three and then come into a homestand and get really get well it would be it would be thrilling. Would so, be are thrilling, you but, saying but
1: seven and three, or are you saying eight and two? Or are you saying six and four? Because then I'll tell you what I I'm think,
2: saying. W- uh, I think I'm going to have to say. Uh, I think I'm. I, it's e- it would be easiest, I guess, to say seven and three because it's right in between my worst case, best case scenario. Okay. Um, so you're going to so say. So I'll say and I'll say seven and three, but I sure am. It's just me being optimistic that I'm not saying six and four based on the sample size of our last our last ten games. Go well,
1: ahead. I hope I hope you're sitting because here's where the Clippers are going to shock you, Hank. Oh, here we and go! Yes, Clippers. Ooh. Are going ten and zero in the next ten, oh. baby. Come on, oh, come on, it. baby. Let's oh, go!
2: Oh, I like the ten and zero. I see we sound the horn on that. What do you think about that? I mean, yeah, let's sound the horn.
0: toot, toot. (laughs)